The world is already strange, but it keeps getting stranger, and there's no way to know what's coming next. We can speculate all we like, come up with theories, but the simple fact is no one knows the truth behind the chaos. Not yet, anyway. That's about to change. Are you ready, Dahlia? I'm ready. Shifts, a microfiction audio drama, is available wherever you find your podcasts. Hello and welcome to a special episode of Dos After You. Uh, today I'm not here alone and today I'm not Dick. Ooh. <laughs> I'm David Orion and I'm here with Caroline Minx. Hi. Uh, hi. <laughs> Who's a writer, a VA, a podcast creator and producer. And you do Sieves, you do Lighthearts and you do Seen and Not Heard. The other one that I uh, do is Hughes and Minx Ghost Detectives. and. Mm. And I've got one that's not out yet, but we did just sort of drop a little, hey, guess the what? This is going to happen, um, called Surreal Love with A.R. Olivieri. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> so we kind of met. This was fun because we kind of met because um, you said such lovely things about mm -hmm. my episode on the orphans. <laughs> so good. <laughs> of analysis. <laughs> It was, so it, was it was incredibly dramatic. I, I think I think once you heard it and then you went to those, there wasn't much of a difference <laughs> because <laughs> it's kind of my style. I it's funny because having listened to because analysis was the first thing of yours that I had heard, and so going from that yeah to to dos was like oh ooh ooh we can be a little scary here if we want to. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, with with analysis, it was kind of more like let's be gay and angsty, which is always yes. a mood for me. Yes, <laughs> but with us is let's be gay, angsty, and bring a little horror to the, yeah, <laughs> to the mix. which is so fun. <laughs> yes. So, well, we're here to talk a little about us and microfiction and podcast and have some fun. <laughs> yeah, for change, for a change, because I think episode fourteen <laughs> was a bit of. <laughs> I wanted to it do something lighter. One. That was a big one. That was like a boom episode. I love it. <laughs> what did you think about it? Oh, I loved it. I, I, as soon, well, as soon as I heard the conversation start, as soon as I heard like, oh, what, the new voice, I got very excited because just beautiful voice, <laughs> beautiful and, and playing off of each other went, it was just so good. And, um, I just thought the acting went up a whole level and the, the writing was so powerful. It was just, and the sound design was beautiful. I, was just, I could say so many, I could just go on and on and on <laughs> and just compliment you all day. <laughs> I mean, yeah, in episode 14, we have, uh, well, Dick, which is me, <laughs> my voice uh, again, but we have Natura, which is mm -hmm. a character that Luke uh, Gonzalez plays. And it's funny because... I think I realized we never say their name in the episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're Later. Right. Like, like <laughs> I named the episode Natura, 
uh, and I just went like, yeah, people will get it. And then I realized <laughs> I didn't. So I made that into a joke. Uh, after like in, in Arc 3, there will be a joke about asking for names. Because <laughs> that, that that's going to be fun. Um, I love that. <laughs> but yeah, I, I love Natura so much. Mm-hmm. When, when I wrote them, you know, okay, so people on the Discord know and people who follow me on Twitter know that Natura is played by my boyfriend. And he's an actual voice actor. Like he's studying for that. He did. He has studied and done theater. Wow. So yeah, I think people can notice that what I'm doing is kind of trying to learn on the run. And then Luke comes in and he's just like, "Yeah, I'm doing." Got this. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not the thing is like. So you you haven't you didn't study acting or anything or. No, I no, really? I haven't studied. Well, I, I did a few things. I am constantly surprised by this by so many people who are like, "Oh, I've never done it before," or "I didn't really, I don't have a background in acting." I was like, "What are you talking about?" Because I studied acting forever. I've been acting since I was five, and I'm listening. Y'all just y'all just walk in here, just naturally good at it. <laughs> it's like that's not fair. <laughs> well, I mean, okay, if it serves, I I've done. <laughs> More dancing and singing than mm-hmm. acting, actually. Uh, I okay. went to singing classes for about seven years before okay. transitioning. So you've done performance. So, you've done performance. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I, I've done performance. Okay. I'm, I'm okay on a stage when mm-hmm. I don't have to be myself, so singing counts. Yep. Uh, but I, <laughs> I did a little bit of camera acting, like TV acting for Ooh. just a weekend, just to try. Oh, that's cool. I, I don't know if I was good at it. I, I am terrible at scared. it. I'm very bad on camera. I've learned this. I, I tried. I wanted to so badly. And I've tried it a few times. And every time I do it, I'm like, why is my face doing that? It's terrible. I have no subtlety whatsoever. <laughs> it's so bad. It works on a stage, though. My face is kind of elastic. So that works on a big stage, but not in a close up. <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, with Deca was just, it. this was fun because um, I decided to write about Deck because I didn't want to voice Seal. Mm-hmm. That's like, that was a must for me. I knew I didn't want to do Seal uh, because mm-hmm. I think it's quite a different character and needs someone that actually knows how, like, a, a little bit of voice acting. Not, mm-hmm. So I started writing those based on Deck first. Because mm. I was like, well, if I'm going to play someone, may as well someone that kind of reminds me of 20-year-old David. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> without being See? a murderer, but I was that mess. I was that kind of mess. So <laughs> like, Just without the murder. Let's be really clear. There was no murder. <laughs> yeah, no, it would have been fun, but it wouldn't have been legal either. So yeah. no, no, not really. It's so messy. <laughs> it takes so much time. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> and I was a little bit scared about the 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 whole sound design because I think it's mm-hmm. it's the biggest episode I've done. It sounded really good. I thought it was it, sounded it was really terrifying. Good. Oh yeah, <laughs> no, I do sound design too. Um, I'm not. I, I've kind of taught myself over the last year how to do it, and so I know that feel because the first show I ever did was um, Scary Stories for Modern Minds, and it's just me. I did all of the voices, all of the sound design, all of it. And I didn't know how to do it. 
and I taught myself in three weeks and I put the show out. So I know that feeling of like, I hope this worked. <laughs> we'll see. It's a little, it's terrifying. I just, I just went with what is the easiest way to justify yeah. how simple it is. And it's like, okay, mm -hmm. so this guy is sending voice audio. So what you listen is what you will listen if you're on the street sending an yeah. audio to someone. So I don't have to be complicated. And then I, as long I as I <laughs> kept learning, I kept like, I continued adding stuff and adding mm -hmm. things. There are things that are since the beginning that would only make sense in Arc 3, for example. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm so curious. <laughs> Its character has kind of, for example, with Fade, you have certain sounds. And with Natura, you have others. I was a little bit scared of going, like, episode 14 is in Notre Dame, like, mm -hmm. 2020 Notre Dame that has burned down. And mm -hmm. I went ahead and said, yes, I'm going to have fire in the background. Oh, it's so cool. <laughs> I, think, I think French people will hate me, but I'm Spanish, <laughs> I'm used to. <laughs> They'll deal with it. They'll be fine. <laughs> I, I hope I hope they understand I love Notre Dame so it was kind of a small homage in a way so, I actually have a question about yeah. the setting if, if, if we're not like jumping too far ahead because you did set it in 2020 against the pandemic and I thought that was really interesting because mm -hmm. there are I mean there are things that are there are stories that are doing that and that are using the situation that we're in but I don't I could I could be very wrong because I'm I'm there's a billion podcasts um so I cannot possibly <laughs> remember all of them or keep up but I haven't really seen any that have been created right now that are also in our circumstances. I've seen podcasts that are doing like coronavirus specials and that are like like I know the Amelia project did some of those um uh Margaritas and Donuts did a special episode um, that was uh, about the pandemic, but I don't. I'm I'm trying to think if I if there are any. I'm sure there are, but I can't think of any podcasts that are coming out right now that are also using our current circumstances. So I was just I was curious about that as a choice um, to do that and to because I'm fully thoroughly ignoring our circumstances in all my podcasts. Like <laughs> seen and not heard is now a fantasy because it's set now, but there's no coronavirus and we're going out to restaurants and stuff so <laughs> but but it's fun because seen and not heard can be placed also i feel like in the last five years at mm -hmm. some point so it doesn't have to be 2020 i yeah. think it's in um so that works for example i had a really big problem with those because i have like my original first podcast mm -hmm. that i was writing it wasn't us after you Oh, it okay. is a story that is now a book. <laughs> oh, okay. yes, yes. It's going to be first in Spanish. I will try to translate it. Probably I won't do that myself, okay. but I want to have it in, in English too. And that mm -hmm. story was in 2025. Oh, yeah, okay. 2025, uh, 2025. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And in that story, animas were a thing. It's still a oh. thing. And everything started in 2020. Like, it's the same narrative, the same narrative mm -hmm. where Seal does something, packs something up in 2020. <laughs> and then, well, at, at this point, we all know that the Animas and Seal are related somehow. So, yeah, yeah we, can, we can establish without much spoiler <laughs> that they are Seal's fault. How? Mm, 
I will say that later. <laughs> <laughs> so when everything started, like I, I had everything so clear, like, okay, so they can still meet late 2019, January 2020, and then Dick goes to kill his father around February, and then they meet again, blah, blah, blah. Okay. And then this happened. And (laughs) I was like, what am I going to do? (laughs) Because obviously Dick has to quarantine. So Mm -hmm. I tried to make it all together. Like in the show, you can hear some things about the pandemic but they are not big things like mm-hmm. they are for example the reason why Dick has been in his house that he hated for five months so yeah. he's just itching to get out and you have some mentions about the masks I think yeah. in Ghent in Ghent when he meets Nanda another That's anima right. um, yeah. with the masks there's that that kind of detail that I really liked but it's I, not I do like really that. a big deal it's a well, I, I was sorry. I um, I was saying I do like that it is um, also not that big because it really has just become our reality. It's kind of our normal at the moment, and even though it still doesn't feel normal, it does, and we're not necessarily making a big deal about it every single day. So I, it's it's just really cool the way you did that. Yes, and the fact the the fact that um, Aztec is very used to travel um, under the radar. Now mm-hmm. he he just had to wait for a moment where he could do that again, mm-hmm. and I think like everything starts in August, and August was the moment in time where in Europe it was easier to move around, and mm-hmm. if you used the buses and if you knew how to do it, it wasn't that difficult to get to London, yeah. things like that. So so for me it made sense. Um, it does make sense for sure, and, yeah. I, and and with being able to travel under the radar right now. I mean, I know when I am out and about, I'm really not looking at people now because we're all wearing masks and we're all just keeping distant. We're not really looking at each other except to be like, you're too close, but that's kind of it. So perfect, perfect scenario for someone who wants to go do a murder. I mean, I'm not encouraging that, but, you know, probably a little easier these days. Just just imagine, (laughs) uh, like, like for some moments, I was like, just imagine that, on top of having the pandemic, imagine if now suddenly the dead came back like the animals. It would be like, sometimes ah. I think about it as like, I, I fucked up so much. Like, <laughs> there are so many things there, going on. People must be going crazy, but they doesn't pay attention. And that's the funny a, thing. Um, like, there is a comic book you, would, you might like um, called Revival. And it is, uh, it it's really, really good. Um, it's about a small town in America um, where all of a sudden a handful of dead people come back. And yeah, it's really, really interesting. I think, I think it would be kind of right up your alley. <laughs> it's really cool. <laughs> I, I, will, I would take it out. I would take it yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I think what I'm, on, what I'm most excited about finishing Arc 2 is that we have the name of the love of my life. <laughs> at the end of episode 14 because Bre is finally mentioned. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I can't wait. And I actually didn't realize how cool... I mean, when I wrote Natura, mm-hmm. when I wrote episode 14, um, it is, it's always so much fun to write Deck interact with the gods. Mm-hmm. It is quite fun because Deck is a bit of a moron in all senses. <laughs> 
So I think, yeah. I think he, he reacts, he reacts to God in a different way. Like people would be like freaking out and he's just like, what the fuck do you want from me? <laughs> he's know? just so inconvenienced by them. He's just like, exactly. He just like, stuff done. Can you go away? He's just like, I'm <laughs> looking for my boyfriend, please. Yeah. <laughs> I do love how casual he is about it. Like, he's just kind of, like, got another one. Um, It's so funny. Like, oh, I yes, met a god. Yes. It must be a Tuesday. He's just not phased by it. Like, like at first, <laughs> with Faye, it's just like, okay, so you have this really psychedelic dream mm-hmm. that I don't even know how I started writing that, but I love that episode so much because yeah. it <laughs> let me be the poetic pretentious asshole that I am yeah and I enjoyed every <laughs> I minute that. of it <laughs> I love when I get to play the parts of myself that are not particularly savory but are played as that character you know that are enjoyable in a character not so great in the actual me person but that are really fun and meaty and interesting in a character like there's a lot of that in Bet, uh, her kind of fighty feisty not always nice to people sometimes I'm a little, I can be a little bit uh, a little bit like that um, but it's played, you know, in a character, it works great. <laughs> in real life, it's a little rough. <laughs> like, I, I'm amused at how many people have been telling me, like, they have a big cross on deck because I'm like, no, baby, no. Like, <laughs> like do not, like, do not do this thing. No. <laughs> like, like, you don't understand. Like, uh, I think, I think it was Katie. Sorry, Katie, if I'm like exposing you right now, uh, Katie from the <laughs> Mr.'s Files. Um, that I think, I think, uh, told me something like, um, like I would like to meet Jake in a bar or something like that. And I was like, uh, but, but, but she said, yeah, but, but she said, will he kill me? And I was like, well, if you're LGBT, probably not. Yeah. Um, he, he, he wouldn't. And if, if you buy him something, probably just spend the night with him because he's really that easy. And and he's the easiest. I love him so much. Like I, he's delightful. That's the thing. He really. It is a really charismatic character. And I I would find myself listening because I listened to almost all of it on one walk. So it was a beautiful night, and I'm listening. It's gorgeous weather, and I was listening to it. I was like, wow, this is really really cool. And I would find myself just kind of like, tech is really neat. And then you'd say something. I was like, ah. <laughs> like just casually talking about like oh it's so much easier to drown people if you cut their throat first and I was just like your voice is still nice but I'm slightly unnerved now <laughs> like it's st- I-, I think I told you um um Evan Tess Murray has the exact same thing where people will listen to them talk and be like oh your voice is so soothing they're like I'm yelling at people right now like I'm saying mean things and you're saying my voice is nice like what are you talking about so we're gonna have to get both of you on something together at some point just saying horrible horrible things and see how many people still have crushes on you it'll be great that that will that will be, be pretty fun. That will be, pretty <laughs> be fun. And that's that's also <laughs> something that I really like about Natura like one of my mm-hmm. better listeners and people that has been since the start with us and my friend Ari, um, they know Luke actually. Mm-hmm. Um, so they were like amused at the fact, like the first thing that they told me was, I don't understand how a voice like Luke's had made me feel so scared. Yeah. Like, it is truly scary and it's yeah. not the kind of tone 
it's not the kind of tone you would use for a scary character. I thought the same thing. And he does it so well. And so he was well. actually, he was like super self-conscious the whole time. Oh, He's going to God. kill me for telling this thing. <laughs> like he was like, am I going to be good enough because you're really perfectionist with things and Aww. I don't want to be like, we're boyfriends, you know? So he knows Aww. how I get with stuff. Yeah. Um, like we've been dating for four years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, so he knows so what to expect. <laughs> We did yeah, a great so he was job. Like, I have... like, oh, so good. Because it, it, his voice is beautiful. And I thought that right away. I was like, oh, what a voice. Like, I had goosebumps listening. So, um, when, like, chill bumps. And when I, when, it's because it, it's because his voice is really, like, nice and kind of almost like, lil- not quite lilting, but almost like, oh, I could fall asleep listening to this person talk. And then, but then I'm like, oh, actually, slightly terrifying like slightly terrifying you're waiting for kind of the other um the other shoe to drop i don't know if that's a phrase that translates yeah um, yeah yeah okay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just making sure um but yeah i the whole time i was like something horrifying is about to be said something terrifying is about to be said and just waiting for it and it was just oh it was so cool so yeah he did a great please tell him not to be nervous about it. he did great <laughs> Like, I told him, like, when I wrote it, I was like, Natura needs to be someone. Like, they are a god. That They are the most mm-hmm. fragile one. They are mm-hmm. chronically in pain because of how we treat nature. Uh, oh, but they're still yeah. really proudful, really, really. They, they have this, you know, like, always looking up and feeling mm-hmm. better than the rest and that energy. But to be quote-unquote weak while having that mm-hmm. energy uh i just instantly thought of, of him it was like okay obviously i have to yeah. at, like close but i was like i do feel you're going to do a great job with this and i was oh, yeah. so glad it like i knew it would work out but i'm, I'm amazed at how oh. well it worked out like yeah, i was like whoa really <laughs> good because it your voices also have a really interesting contrast because you're doing such different things and you sound so different from each other that but they work well together. And I think this might be just like my my background is in musical theater. So I'm always thinking about how like voices sing together. Um, but now that I do this, it's like I apply that same thing to listening to voices talking together because that's all you have to go on in audio. You can't I'm not looking at you. I don't know. You know, when you're listening, you don't know what the people look like. Or what they're physically doing or, or things like that, unless you're told what they're doing. Um, so you only have the sound of the voices to go on. And they blended so well in such a way that, yeah, it just worked. Because you're two different kinds of menacing. Two very different kinds of menacing. And it worked really well. <laughs> yes. Mine, yeah. mine is the charismatic one. Mm-hmm. Like, you're, yeah. It's like, pure serial killer, but like in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah actually that's that's something that i like i won't say that is based on me i think all all my characters i like to think of myself as a writer that puts a little bit of themselves in this mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um deck deck truly embodies a part of me that i do that i hate that it's in the past mm-hmm. about me like uh mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Luke always says, like when we started dating, he used to say, um, "How I I have to think of how to translate it." He says in Spanish, 
All right. Um, <laughs> like, I'm annoyingly charismatic. Mm-hmm. That's what mm-hmm. he says. Because he's a little bit like more of an introvert. charming. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. like, yes. And I used to be, I used to be way worse. Like, mm-hmm. I, like, I wasn't at, as easy as Dick, but I was a big flirt. <laughs> so I I really tried to put that that's that's why I knew I could play deck but I couldn't play seal you know seal is also mm-hmm. a flirt you will see but he's oh, okay <laughs> a different kind of flirt they, they are yeah. awful together they're there's awful like a, together there's it's like, like the playful flirt which is like what I do and then there's like the actually trying to like get in your pants flirt which yes, is more of the deck style yeah yeah that's deck that's deck that that's why when people say oh, yeah, I love deck I'm just like no, you don't. Like, you shouldn't. Really. You shouldn't. <laughs> it's like, you might love like, him now. I don't think you're going to love him in the morning. Um. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, there's this thing. Okay. There's this thing that is only known to people who are on Patreon, but I love this detail. What you doing? Recording this radio ad. Shh, hang on. <clears throat> this weekend, come on down to Prism. The new LGBTQIA plus space. Where so that's really what you're saying? Yes. Why? What should I say? Talk about the old world charm. And the menu to match. But they need to know it's for, you know, listen. You have a bar with a jukebox that plays itself. Just say that. It doesn't always, though. Right. And it's not just a bar. It's an LGBT... Queer. You think? Yes. Fine. Okay. Um, queer community space. Prism. Come for the queers, stay for the weird. The snacks aren't bad either. Aww. Really? Really. Lighthearts is a sitcom about queer people thriving in uncanny surroundings. Subscribe on your favorite podcatcher today. Is I write um, short stories as extras for some for uh, mm-hmm. the top tier. Okay. So it's a little bit of a spoiler, but Deck has these things, uh, this thing where he collects the ugliest magnets he finds <laughs> on people, like on mm-hmm. from the houses of people he has killed or fucked. Oh my Usually god! Killed. Deck, yes. no! Don't do the same thing for two very different things, Deck. No. <laughs> so, oh, so God. like maybe maybe you find him charming in the pub at night, and then in the morning one of your magnets is gone, and you're just thinking like, who the hell was this guy? <laughs> that is so. I love the idea of him just with this like his refrigerator is just covered in ugly, ugly magnets because yes. he's either killed yes. or fucked so many people. <laughs> That's just so funny that he would take the same trophy for both of those things. It's just like serial killers and trophies and then you get to take. And- what if he does both? If he kills, if he fucks and kills someone, does he take two? Like, what's his what's his? That has happened. That yeah. has oh, okay. happened. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> that usually happens. Like, like actually, the... Okay, so... <laughs> I'm talking so much lore about this. Those After You is actually based on three short stories, um, if I'm correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, three. The first one is about Seal. Uh, is where I presented Seal and I first wrote about him. 
The second one was uh, Rooftop Boy. I love that one because it's the second time they can sell meat. Um, mm-hmm. I love that one so much to beats. And the third one is actually the ending of Dos After You. Oh, and it's Ooh. it's focused it's focused on deck, mm-hmm. and that one starts. It's not going to be like that in in the well, kinda. No, it's not uh-huh. going to be the, the same in Arc Three. But that one starts with Deck <laughs> being angry because he went like he 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 went to bed with a guy who turned out to be transphobic. So he was just like, mm. you know what? I'm gonna kill you. You're a bad fuck. I'm gonna kill you also because you're transphobic. Class. <laughs> That's fair. That's, that's something he does. Like, it's just like that's fair. Yes. I can't. I mean, I'm not. I'm not gonna fault him for that one. That that's fair. You know, he you has don't have reasons. to be a transphobic piece of shit, and you know, you accept the consequences of it. Yes, yes. <laughs> that's, that's just how that works. <laughs> well, maybe maybe that's enough for Lori because if you get me talking, I will. <laughs> gonna give the whole thing away everything i'm I'm the same way i have so much i get so excited and i always want to tell everybody everything about every story like my mom knows the entire plot of seen and not heard because i could not not tell someone it was driving me nuts i was over at her house one day and i was like can i just tell you the whole thing she's like sure so (laughs) she knew she knew i was going to anyway Um, Luke, Luke knows and Luke knows Luke knows everything and mm-hmm. he's actually the reason Arc 3 is going to end as it is going to end because Ooh. first draft was way different and mm-hmm. then Luke one, one evening just asked me one question and I was just like if I answer this in the wrong way he will cry more so oh. that's not a good answer oh no <laughs> Oh my god! See now, this—that's gonna kill me waiting for that. <laughs> there's, there's only one thing. There's only one thing I've ever written that it was actually for him, um, mm-hmm. as Valentine's things with a few characters that we had, uh, that mm-hmm. hasn't made make him cry. Like I always Aww. end up making him cry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's, a, he's also really sensi- sensible, sensitive. I don't know which one is away. sensitive. Sensitive. He's yeah. also really sensitive. So mm-hmm. don't take his cry for like, <laughs> oh my god, what's he going to do? What did you okay? do? Yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, like at some point he was just like, you can't do this, and I was like, well, I can, but okay, I won't. I won't. <laughs> <laughs> it's like okay, I fine. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's really interesting. So I would love to know what your like your whole process is because you said you have a weird method and I wanted I'm curious if your method is anything like mine because <laughs> when people say they have oh I have such a weird method I'm like I bet we're not that different so let's find out I have a way to write DOS after you but I realized the other day when I had to come up with something new that I actually have a whole method on how to come up with ideas <laughs> and I was Ooh. pretty amused okay. at realizing that uh so, and I did the same thing. I did the same thing with DOS. And I'm going to look for a page that I have in one of my notebooks. <laughs> I don't have that open. But I, I did that with, with DOS in the beginning when I was you, thinking about deck. Do you tend to do the same kind of method for everything you write? Or is this specific to DOS after you? I, I didn't, but then I realized I was doing it. Like... Mm-hmm. There are a lot of things I, I, I can do. And then I just realized I kept doing 
them all the time. Interesting. Okay. Because I write really differently for all of my projects. <laughs> like each one has a completely different method. I, I love how I have like fan fiction here, and <laughs> short stories, and numbers. And... <laughs> there is no rhyme or reason to my notebooks. <laughs> I feel this pain. Like I have a few, I feel uh, here, I have, I have literal drawings of the things that Dick sees in the dream in episode Ooh, seven. Okay. Because I think, if I'm not correct, I think I actually dream that thing. Mm. Like I dream about some of the stuff. Ah, I have it here. Like I dreamed about the altar and everything mm -hmm. put on the altar in a way to I was like, okay, it's episode seven, but I'm going to like if you're really paying attention, you will get things. Okay. Like, <laughs> that is one episode that has to be released. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I I do this thing. First thing <laughs> I have a tarot deck. Oh nice. Which okay. is yeah, which is actually from Welcome to Nightville. <laughs> I love that. Uh Yes, yes, it is. It is, it was a, a, a Christmas gift. That's really cool. From Luke, and I love it so much. So I usually <laughs> take just three cards. You know, like I do the three card uh, reading. Yeah, I'm so just I, learning about tarot. I don't know a ton about it, but I've had two friends do readings for me. And it's really interesting. So I need to come up with an idea, or I have an idea, and I don't, I don't know where to start or what to do. Mm -hmm. So I take out three cards and I wrote down what they mean up and reverse. Mm -hmm. And I stick with things that I like. Like, for example, with uh, Just After You, I actually got the King of Cups, the Wheel of Fortune, and <laughs> the Four of Wands. Ooh. And it's pretty fun because I think the Wheel of Fortune really, really <laughs> gets there. I'm way. sorry. I'm laughing just because Wheel of Fortune, I'm thinking of the TV show. It's <laughs> like, oh. Not the same I thing. Lo I love that so. I love oh that so. And I watch it every day. We have it here in Spain oh, yeah. and I watch it every day with my mom. Oh, like, yeah. It's, that it is sounds a watch religiously like I, <laughs> I used to watch with my grandparents. <laughs> I would get furious when they couldn't figure out the clues. Like, come on. <laughs> so, like, some of the ideas that actually came up with uh, these three cards, you will recognize because okay. we have Ocean in a Cup. Oh, okay. Which kind of relates to episode seven. I mm -hmm. have broken watch, which is the mm -hmm. reason why when Deck gets to Brussels, suddenly the phone doesn't work. Mm -hmm. um, sky <clears throat> on fire will make sense later, but that's something that kind of happens too. Ooh. So yeah, I kind of um, thought of the Notre Dame right away, right away when you said <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, the Notre that, Dame. Yeah. I was like, I said that in the most American way. Per, I said Notre Dame. Who? What? <laughs> I speak French. I really do. Uh, <laughs> I don't know where that Notre came Dame. from. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that made me think of that right away when you said sky on fire. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. So I take three cards. I write things down that I like, that I don't like. I stick with some ideas like, I don't know, conflict or things yeah. like that. Kinds of conflict. And then I, I made notes. <laughs> I made notes of what I did. <laughs> okay. Then I put a limit on words and characters depending on okay. what I can do and what I have to do. Mm -hmm. um, and then I think about a big theme. Like, do I want to talk? It is usually death. Maybe because <laughs> I'm a Scorpio. Uh, it's, it's, it's a theme I really like, but, but it is usually, like, I don't know, a theme can be 
um, to realize the privileges that you have and have to mm-hmm. confront it, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. the willing to change, or yeah. to let yourself be seen, things like that, like really yeah. vague. Um, and then I try to tie them up with the cards. Mm-hmm. This is the fun part. Then I go to Pinterest and Spotify <laughs> for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. And I create a board with some aesthetics and I pick I two or that, three songs. I pick two or three songs to kind of have a vibe and mm-hmm. a rhythm and yeah. even some wording. Like a lot of things that I write actually have titles from somewhere. I... I think I just put two and two together on something. I think I just figured something out. Uh, we'll get there, but I'm going to float a theory once we get to that one question. Whoa, okay. okay. <laughs> I'm... There, was, there, was actually, there was actually one initial soundtrack for those after you that radically changed. Oh, interesting. It is, it is, it is quite interesting. I use music for my stuff too. And that's, it's really helpful because I think music makes you think of like soundtracks and it puts the images in your mind. It's, yeah, people need, make playlists. They're helpful. <laughs> I have Trust so me. many. I have so, oh my God. so many. You should see my Spotify. I have no self-control. I have literally like a few hundred playlists. Like it's Whoa. a problem. Well, I make them for people. A lot, but still, I still use them. <laughs> I make them too. Like I, I usually make them and then burn it on CDs and give to people. Mm-hmm. Like Luke mm-hmm. has so many because I make him one every year for our, our anniversary and then special. Oh, that's so, so sweet! Aww, it's, that's it's, really cute. It's my, it's my go-to kind of gift. Like if mm-hmm. we've been friends long enough, you will have a CD. Oh but, yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. That's that's, I, that's the kind of thing I do. I'm kind of known for my playlist making. So people kind of request them every now and then. Or, or if I'm like trying to force myself to take a break from writing, I'll get on Twitter and I'll be like, all right, first five people to comment with what they want. They get a playlist and <laughs> I'll just go make them for yeah. a while. They're really fun. <laughs> like the other day, like I could do a playlist about those after you just with ABBA. Yeah, please and it do. So like, well. Please no, no, do. I did it. I did it. It's on. <laughs> oh, I, I did it. I was so excited when you talked about it. I to you because, please, yeah, it was it was so good. Like I that love one is so good. <laughs> same, like big same. Like Mamma Mia is one of the best. It's so movies good. Ever. <laughs> I have probably just because I think it's uh it's been a comfort watch during lockdown. I've mm. watched it probably mm. probably fifty times since March. <laughs> just. It would end it. I would just start it over. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's that's how it should be. Actually, yeah. that's how it should be. On a loop. so <laughs> so yeah. Basically, just to just to uh, like push this everything like the method. It's just like cards, mm-hmm. limits, music, theme, and Pinterest board and mm-hmm. names. Like names are usually the last thing if I don't have them Ugh, since the beginning. So hard. Names are so hard. They sometimes. are. We, I, we'll I, get I, to I that. With, yeah. Yeah, that's the thing that I went, huh, I think I might maybe have, uh-huh. something might have just clicked. It sure didn't when I was asking about Sue. <laughs> it didn't, okay, because we say, we say it like silence. Yes. But you're calling him Seal, and I was like, oh, okay, so that's two different, I didn't put, <laughs> I didn't put them together until I was like, wait. <laughs> it's the oh, first wait. three letters of silence. Yes, like, spoiler <laughs> alert. Like, I hope everyone by episode 14 <laughs> knows this. 
Like if someone doesn't and then goes to episode 15, episode like episode 14 is like, if you were wondering about it, you probably will get it now. Unless yeah. like you think I went too far because Seal was just like, it's, like I, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I just, uh, yeah, with my accent, I, I did not put the two together. <laughs> no, but in Spanish it's the same because I call him Seal. Mm-hmm. And we say silencio, so silencio. Right. It's not really the same, but it's closer. I think it's it's it closer. Yeah, because because for me it's seal and then silence. It's like e and then ah, so it's completely different sound. So yes. I just yes, it didn't occur to me <laughs> until it was written out, and then I was like, oh, okay, we're we're on the right track. Yes, and then episode <laughs> fifteen is going to be incredibly obvious about the name. So cool. if people just don't listen to this one and don't pay attention to episode 14. Episode 15 is just like, oh, yeah, silence. Oh, just get you caught up. That's cool. Like, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Get caught. That's very helpful. And then when it comes to writing, I so I write first the episode in one language. Mm-hmm. 70% of the time is first English. 70% of the oh, time. Oh, okay. But sometimes mm-hmm. the episode comes first in Spanish. And, and then I just translate it. That's and interesting because that I'm you translating it. So often. Is it just easier yeah. to, is it just easier to go from English and then put it in Spanish rather than the other way around? So the thing is, if I start Okay, so the whole the whole podcast could be so different in Spanish because I'm sure, yeah. I I wrote like I wrote. I write in mm-hmm. a little pretentious way. Is I, I like I admit that myself. I mean, same. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm okay. Like I'm a little bit poetic. I love atmosphere. Mm-hmm. I do, I do it even without actually thinking about it. Mm-hmm. But then when I have to translate in, in Spanish, sometimes it sounds really, and I don't have a translation for this word in English. I think the closest one is punk or a little bit vulgar, a little bit. Oh, okay. Um. Like, like deck? Um, more, I think of a word that would work for that. Uh, I, you know, I speak English and I'm still blanking on it. <laughs> I study this like, language. <laughs> like if, if we will be like a little bit more rowdy, you know, like. Okay. Like I rougher. don't know how to explain it. Yeah. But not rougher in the sense mean. of rough. It, it will be more cheeky. I think the word is cheeky. Like it will be. Oh, okay. Cheeky is a good one. It will be more cheeky. Yeah. Because in. Yeah. In Spanish, that makes sense. Deck is just a mess. So I usually, <laughs> I usually do it in English, word. and then yeah, yeah, he is. And then I do it in Spanish, and I try to level up the Spanish. That's so, so interesting. If, if I start, yeah, if yeah. I start in Spanish, English, it's usually a little bit easier. Um, okay. Because cool. I'm translating, because I'm translating, I have to think about mm-hmm. the whole episode at least twice. So that I end is, up oh tweaking little things. I can't imagine that. I speak, I, I, I am not fully bilingual. You know, I, I speak a little bit of a few different languages, but not enough to really say that I'm bilingual. So the idea of fully translating something in a, I, it just blows my mind. It's really, really cool. <laughs> I just think that's so interesting because it, it is such a different way of thinking when you're thinking in another language. Um, like, I, I, I think in sign language a little bit. and. It's it's a completely different sentence structure because it's a physical language. It's totally different. And yeah, when I'm when I'm using sign, it's like, 
oh, this is a whole different part of my brain that I'm using than when I just talk. So. <laughs> yes, I think it also has to be noticed. Like, obviously, I have some reference when it comes to writing in English that don't align that much with what I read in Spanish. And I actually had a problem that I have to push myself. I have to force myself to read in Spanish because if not, I won't. Mm-hmm. And I also ha- I also know a lot of good Spanish authors and Spanish mm-hmm. creators, so I try to push myself a little bit. <laughs> but yeah, I, I come around with the, with the episode and my proofreaders and my guardian angels, Paulette and Angel, <laughs> check each language. Mm-hmm. Um, I still make few grammar mistakes in English because, yeah. well, I'm not perfect. I, I do them in, in Spanish too, to prepare sometimes. I mean, so yeah, that's me good. <laughs> yes. And see, I kind of like them, I kind of yeah. like when I hear a, a sometimes like a slight grammatical error, no matter what the language is, um, or I mean, no matter what the person's first language is, because that's how we talk. No one speaks perfectly all the time, so I think it's a lot more interesting to hear, you know, when it's character um, specific, especially to hear those little slip ups and those little, you know, quirks of language. I think those are really fun. I use a lot of those. Um, a lot of those when I write, you'll hear a few of them in, in Seen and Not Heard just because it's set in my hometown and we, you know, we talk the way we talk. Um, but I will sneak it into and I'll turn it into like different characters kind of way of speaking. So like, you know, oh, this person says y'all a lot or this person um, will say stuff like, like, um, uh, oh, do me one thing, which just means do me a favor. But you hear it a lot like, oh, do me one thing. And that's you know, little phrases like that, that I think just make it more interesting and kind of tell you a little bit about where that person might have grown up or, or w- how they talk and think. So when you do it in this, it's in the same way. I can't, of course, I don't, I've listened to it in Spanish. I didn't understand it, but I have listened to some of it. I'm working on, I'm going to bust out the Duolingo. I'm going to learn. But, um, but listening to it in English, when I have heard what you're calling a grammatical error, I'm just going to call it a, you know, a quirk of language. Um, I think it adds something to the character. I always think it's really interesting. I think the character that pushes that the most so far, because I, well, it will come later, but I think mm-hmm. you're really going to like Bre because mm-hmm. they are the one that do that the most. Oh, okay. The the gods and the goddesses usually talk a little bit more um, high level, like just more, more elegantly. Formal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, more formal, yes. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, Fe, Fe was really, really, really formal yeah. with the voice of Teg. Uh, yeah. Natura is not that bad, but still quite formal. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think if I can say any more names. Ooh. 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 <laughs> okay. Ooh, I'm so curious. But, <laughs> but uh, when, well, I will say there are gods, uh, gods non-binary gods, uh, well, agender. Seal is basically a gender too, but well. Yay. Um, and then there are goddess. There are the mothers, and mm-hmm. one of the mothers speaks really, really formal too. Ooh. And then Bre is just mixing it all up. So it's that's <laughs> cool. I love that. I think you will enjoy that. Oh, I'm excited! I can't wait to listen. I think to that. you'll enjoy that. That's gonna be really cool. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, that that's how it goes. I I write it and I pass it to the proofreaders. Mm-hmm. Then I read it a few times aloud. I record it. I usually change. I think everyone changes something in the recording because suddenly yeah. you're just like I put 
these three words together and this is like oh my god impossible to say if i oh my god i should send you some of the outtakes from like seen and not heard i'll get all the actors to record their stuff and they all sound great and then i get to my because i have so many um monologues i do so much narrating that you know i just have these chunks of text mm. and i'll get to it and i'm like why did i phrase it like that i'm gonna rewrite this i have a lot of um outtakes like recordings of me going that's terrible i'm gonna change that and then you hear clicking of the keyboard and i go back into it again in a completely different way oh i oh man i actually this was sad because i didn't have any outtakes with jade with the Mm -hmm. actress that plays at this because Mm -hmm. we were both so focused uh that we we didn't do anything i don't know funny do you record um, and when I record myself? I'm sorry. Uh, no, with with okay. Tess. Uh, well, with Tess, with Jade actually was a uh, distance. Uh, okay. She's from Galicia, so she's pretty yeah. far. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, but but with Luca was there. Like uh, uh-huh. we read the scripts right. a few times. We read the this, the scripts okay. a few times, and he kept playing with a few words like mm-hmm. he kept saying this is so pretentious and just like making <laughs> fun of me so he was like nice i'm going to say this in this voice so when we were recording <laughs> i was just like you know love i don't have bloopers can you just do that again because it was <laughs> so much fun and i laughed a lot so those are some bloopers i love bloopers, but i don't have i don't have bloopers of my own because if i don't i do something wrong i will delete it yeah i oh, i do that a lot but i'm starting to i'm starting to save bloopers just because they make other people laugh but most of um most of my bloopers are just me stuttering so i'm like that's not really interesting but every now and then i will say something so incorrectly that it's like almost impressive i said oh i made one line for ghost detectives very vulgar by accident um yeah the line was um i've got to give off to you more often which means i've got to like give you sass um, but I accidentally said I've got to get off to you more often, which is different. That's different. And I just said it with all the confidence in the world. And then I was like, nope, that's not it. <laughs> but I did send it in the Discord. I was like, all right, everyone, you get to know my shame. Go ahead and enjoy. It's, I, I'm sorry I'm going to have bloopers for Act 3 because mm-hmm. even when I was writing some things, I was like, I'm actually a really easy to embarrass person you know so i was writing some of the stuff and i was like you have to do this and like to myself <laughs> like if you're writing this you have to do this and i was like oh no <laughs> i so like, know that oh my feeling God. i'll write stuff for yeah, myself like, and i'll be like this is great and then i'll go to record it and i'm like why did i why did i do this why did I make that yeah. joke about the peach? Why did I make the oral sex joke about the peach in the second episode of Ships? I don't know, but I had to do it. So I, I can, I can say, I can say it. Not much, okay, but some episodes, at least one, is going to be rated explicit, mm-hmm. and that I am actually releasing to Dream Boy and Caravan to do it like the best way possible because those mm-hmm. are like. The best mm-hmm. examples that I've ever found of how to do certain things. Oh yeah, super elegantly, you know. So yeah. I'm obsessed with Dream Boy. So I, I still need I to listen like, to that one, but I do know Caravan. Yeah, yeah, they've yeah. handled that really, really well. So, so I can say that there will be something of that. So I was like, <laughs> like how to do what? it so it's not just straight up porn. 
<laughs> no, it's not. It's yeah. not. I, I mean, it could be, but I don't like that in audio drama. It's no, really hard to either. do. I, I, I have done recordings of that kind of thing. Um, not for anything that you'd be able to listen to, but a friend of mine was doing um, an audio project and was like, hey, it's a really funny, like, zany comedy. Would you like to do this one part? And I was like, sure. And it turned out my character had, like, one line that was not immediately before, during, or after sex. <laughs> and all the rest of it was, like, me making just all kinds of fun noises. <laughs> I was like, well, okay. So... Yeah, like, fun fact, I record at home. I don't know how that episode is going to be. <laughs> like, I, I will just pay my family to have lunch out. Yeah, <laughs> like please Something vacate like the house that. for like two hours. Just give us yes. time. Yes, yeah. so I, I just have to too. look. So I just have to look at the voice actor and just go like, mm -hmm. let's get this over with. So, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah you have. To, and it's the thing, like once you get into it, like I found when I was recording that stuff for myself, I was like, the first few times I did takes, I was like, this is really awkward. I don't want to just be like making these noises. And it was for a comedy, so it wasn't quite as like intense. And I was by myself, but that also kind of made it weirder. <laughs> um, so I was like, I just, I finally contacted my friend, the director, and I just, I just said, can I, can I just send you everything that I've got? Because I don't think I can just keep doing this over and over. And I sent it and she said it was fine. But, you know, I, I was like, do you know how weird it is to sit on my son's bedroom floor, which is where I record, um, because it's the only room I can soundproof. Uh, and make those noises in my own home. <laughs> it's like good thing everyone was gone. Ugh. Yeah, like we we just so we we deserve an extra pages for that. But um, <laughs> I can say, and I will say that if people want like porn about stuff, they just have to get on Patreon, and I'm easily convinced. <laughs> like really, like I write a lot for fan fiction, mm -hmm. uh, so oh, yeah. it's it's not a problem. <laughs> Just like, yeah. and you're wanting kinky, just pay me. I will, I will write I it. Love, Don't worry. I, I love it. You're just like, you're just like pokey with money and porn falls out. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I'm easily convinced. And yes. <laughs> Look, it's, it's, it's a rough time these days. <laughs> we'll write whatever. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I've, I've written this year uh, two mm -hmm. comic um, scripts with a friend mm -hmm. and the two of them are porn uh, with yeah. trans men. So oh, nice. like I couldn't tell I couldn't tell cool. my parents like I, I told my parents so I sold a few <laughs> ideas with Guille and my and my parents almost never ask so I was just like if you don't mm -hmm. ask I won't say but my mother-in-law knows because Luke told told her like yeah Guille oh, and no. David are doing this <laughs> and I was like oh my god like, she's really cool she's super yeah. cool so she's cool with it but I'm just like okay so my mother-in-law <laughs> knows that I've written porn and I'm getting I got money from war I didn't porn. It was actually pretty tasteful and pretty aesthetic because Gigi is just like That's cool. best. So That's just so funny <laughs> like, though. It's like my mom's pretty cool too, but it would still be like it's a little weird that you know this. Awkward awkward <laughs> conversation, yeah. Awkward family conversation. Like, yeah, I did a comic yeah. about what? Well mm. are you sure you want to know? <laughs> I am still yes. your child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my mom is really, really cool, and I can literally talk to her about anything. But there's kind of a difference between having a conversation about anything and then her being informed that I've done a thing. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Like, so, sometimes I different. sometimes I do that for fun with my mom. Because mm -hmm. she's like, 
easily outraged at some of the, <laughs> those things. So sometimes I just like, I don't know, if the occasion arises, I just say, well, yeah, you know, I was on Erasmus in Amsterdam and my mom will know where I'm going and I'm just like, ah. <laughs> my mom will shut up, like, I don't want to know. And it's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I know, but this is fun to make your face do that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. Yes. And I'm that kind of child. I'm that kind of child. I love it. <laughs> We're going so off topic. This is so We're much so fun. off topic. <laughs> that is what it's like to have any conversation with me ever. I am yeah. just the reigning oh, champ. I knew, of I knew we'd had fun. Yeah. <laughs> what happens when you lose something you thought you'd always have? What happens when the thing you lose is one of your senses? My name is Bet Klein, and I'm deaf. That wasn't the case a year ago. Now that my life has been upended, I have to figure out how to carve out a new path for myself and navigate my way down it. Easier said than done. Seen and Not Heard, an audio drama about hearing loss and deaf gain, is available wherever you find your podcasts. So the other things that I was curious about are we are the inspiration originally because like where did the idea come from for dos in the first place? Yeah, so it comes from. Two main things. Um, first of all, this is not a story about thick. It wasn't mm. a story about thick. I have said it sometimes that the actual protagonist of it all is Seal, mm -hmm. which is why I find so amusing that we start this universe and learning ev everything about this universe from the person who's in love with him and who's looking mm -hmm. for him, but we don't know him yet. And still, a lot of people like him. Like, we ran a mm -hmm. popularity with Paul on Twitter, and still won, and I was like, wow, his power. Like, he's, he's not, not even, even there. there. Yeah. And people, <laughs> people are really love him. Um, well, that's great. So, Seal is the beginning of everything, um, because we have said it. Yeah, so Seal mm -hmm. is uh, the God of Silence. Mm -hmm. And I won't say much more about that, but I will say... He came, like the idea came to me after a fight with my parents. Um, <clears throat> we were discussing some stuff about civil war and dictatorship mm -hmm. and historic mm -hmm. memory, which is something we have in Spain. Like we have not closed yet mm -hmm. the chapter about mm -hmm. civil war and Franco's dictatorship. And I think a lot of people in my generation feel... Mm -hmm. They have not been told a lot of stories. There are a lot of things still to be judged, to be found, mm -hmm. to be uncovered. Um, my family, both sides, uh, both my moms and my dad, uh, they didn't lose anyone on the war, mm. uh, like in the war, in the dictatorship. Um, there were families that just kept their heads low yeah. and lived pretty much decently because they were not in the wrong um side of yeah. every of of the thing um but i'm <laughs> i'm not only i'm the rainbow 
shape in the family. <laughs> so <laughs> it, it is it is my my moment. I don't know. It's my duty yeah. to question everything in my family. And we had this big argument and I went to bed and I kept thinking about things like da 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 and then seal appeared. And Interesting. I started writing okay. about seal. Then then mm. I I went full Okay, so Seal starts running away from his duties. Mm-hmm. As that that we know. And I was really interested on in what would happen if he met someone. It is it is just so heartwarming because we know now how they met the first time. Sorry, my kid is making really weird noises just outside the door. <laughs> <laughs> He's quacking like a duck. Uh, sorry. Anyway. <laughs> no, don't worry, don't worry. Like, um, we know how they met the first time, like they almost died and Seal mm-hmm. was in charge to take him and Seal was already thinking about I have, want to stop this shit may as well be you mm-hmm. I don't know you're cute you're bleeding <laughs> yeah you're cute you're fine. bleeding let's do this I like that that's the, yeah. those are the two criteria that yes. Seal looks, and then, <laughs> looks for and then they meet again I, I think <laughs> as far as as Dick has told you know he was on yeah. his rooftop and then he saw Seal and We'll know more about that in arc three. I love that mm-hmm. that part so much. And I and this comes to inspiration number two, which is obviously Hannibal. Ah. <laughs> nice. I'm nice. I'm obsessed since <laughs> the beginning with, with, with Hannibal. I think it's one of the few shows that I've followed since the beginning, since mm-hmm. two thousand thirteen. I I ate up all the Yadus. I cried <laughs> when they cancelled. I I don't know. I'm I'm a really really big big fan. Um, I haven't watched. I feel terrible. I'm just I'm really squeamish. So like I I've seen some stuff where I was like I don't think I'll ever get that image out of my head if I watch this show. So maybe I can't do that. No, it's it's a, I mean it's a little bit of specific. Not not everyone likes Hannibal and that's yeah. fine. But what but I wanted love it. love it love it. Yeah, if you so, like it, you're like yeah, you you love yeah. it so much. So. Yeah. Hannibal and a little bit of Killing Eve also. I wanted mm, this mm-hmm. dynamic of two people that um, change each other mm-hmm. and that, that are not in a good relationship with each other and develop this unhealthy but incredibly interesting, psychologically speaking, kind of dynamic. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was sitting down thinking, you know, I want this, but I want this with trans men because mm-hmm. I am a trans man and I want to believe, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't want that kind of romance, obviously, but <laughs> I was like, I would like to see someone like me in that predicament. Yeah. So yeah. I basically went with, I want this kind of dynamic in a different sense. I think it would be more hopeful than Hannibal mm-hmm. because of, other influences that I've had, but I wanted to do something like that, explicitly queer, explicitly trans, mm-hmm. and that will also, and we'll see that a little bit more in season two. Season two is going to dwell a little bit on Spanish history. That's how we did. I'm so That's interested in that because I, like, to be honest, I don't know all that much Spanish history. I know very, mm. very little because... You know, I live in America. We're very focused on ourselves here. But we're focused on ourselves in a way that means we still don't know very much about ourselves. It's a mess. Um, so now as an adult, you know, I'm I'm looking at the gaps in my own education um, and realizing how much I don't know about this place that I live in and how much I don't know about the world in general. 
So I'm always very excited when I can learn about, you know, places where I don't live and have never been. Um, so I'm very excited about that in particular, the Spanish history angle of that. I was, we, we are not taught that much as we should, actually. And mm -hmm. we are taught to kind of excuse the dictatorship. Like you mm -hmm. keep hearing things like people, people died from both sides. There were people, there were bad right. people in both sides and just like, it doesn't work like that. And yeah. actually something that Paul from the Green Horizon, which I love, told me recently that kind of stick to me a lot. Um, he's really interested also in Spanish history. We were mm -hmm. talking a little bit about that one day. And he told me it is on one side incredibly awful, but on the other that people don't know, like we all know about Hitler and we know mm -hmm. about Mussolini, mm -hmm. but Franco was kind of the same kind mm -hmm. and he won. And yeah. he was in power for f over 40 years. God, so that's incredibly time. scary. Yeah. yeah. And, and yeah. Not, not even, I think not, I think that not even in Spain, we realize that, you know, yeah, like when I, he told and, me that, when it, he told me that, to I was it. like, yeah, like when he told me that, I was like, wait, that's true. Like no one even here in Spain told me that, like he was with that, those yeah. guys and he won. Yeah. And you know, it's wild because you said his name and I was like, oh, right. Cause I had literally... He doesn't even cross my mind. Like, I know the names Mussolini and Hitler, of course, but I'm like, oh, right. Franco was there too. <laughs> like, it's just not even. Because um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of did I ever even uh, in school learn much? I really don't think I did. But it is hard to imagine someone in power for that long doing that much harm because, you know, 40 years. 40 years it was that's a long time i'm not even 40 years old i'm 32 that feels like a very long time so when i think about yes. longer than my own lifetime which is not an insignificant length of time already it's so hard to even comprehend it's so hard to wrap your brain around it that i think for a lot of people when it when something like that is really hard to wrap their brains around you just kind of shove it away like we see that in in America with things like how long ago things like civil rights movement were. We're like, mm. oh, it was so long ago. It's like, no, those folks are, a lot of those folks are still alive and kicking and they're pretty young. So it's, it really was not yes. that long ago. Um, yeah, it's, it, uh, it's very frustrating. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's, that's some of the inspirations, like just, Generational that. anger and Hannibal. Mm -hmm. I think that's generational <laughs> anger and Hannibal. That is a magical combo. <laughs> I'm always interested when I see things about generational anger and generational trauma and and that kind of thing because we don't. I think we don't always realize how much we really do inherit, whether we mm. whether our families were directly affected by something or not. It is something that you still pick up on just by virtue of it having happened. Um. Yeah, it's it's uh, that could be a whole other conversation, but <laughs> but it is always interesting to see there. Yeah, if someone is interested, we can just talk about it one yeah. day. <laughs> just we'll have just to sit say here. It. We'll have like a five hour yes. conversation. <laughs> yes, yes, and it's it's not actually the only project that I have to investigate all these things mm -hmm. because I wasn't taught 
almost any of, of, of it. And I even don't know half the time where to start. Yeah. So it's also a way for me to connect with uh, my country. Because I've mm-hmm. always, I've always denied so much my identity mm-hmm. as an Spanish, as an Spanish person. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I, th- I think it was Paul who I also told him that like I speak English at this level and I manage English. I am bilingual because for a long time, I actually disliked my mother tongue and everything. Mm-hmm. And I was like this kind of, I'd rather be, I don't know, that kind no, of mentality. And yeah. you get older and you start to understand mm-hmm. that, hey, actually, like I wanted to live in the Netherlands for almost 10 years. Mm-hmm. And now I, if I can help it, I won't leave Spain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, know? there's, there's, I think, I think a lot of people probably when they're younger, I know I did this, certainly, um, you get this kind of romantic idea of like, I'm going to leave this place and I'm going to live somewhere. I'm going to live abroad and it's going to be amazing and magical. And, you know, and, and then you grow up and you're like, oh, everywhere kind of sucks sometimes. Um, everywhere is kind of a mess. Um, yes. But, it, you know, you kind of do want to divorce yourself from the things about your country and your upbringing that you don't particularly love. Um, but that is almost impossible to do because it's so ingrained. And it is that thing again where it's like, whether you realize it or not, you absorb a lot of it. Um, yes. And that, you know, unle- unlearning a lot of things. Again, me being an American coming from this. <laughs> whoo! <laughs> wow. An American raised in the South as well. Whoa. Yeah. I was literally born and raised in uh, Richmond, Virginia, which is the was the capital of the Confederacy during the Civil War. So it was the capital of the losing side. Um, yeah. So the history lessons I got from there were um, not great. <laughs> yes. Not great. Like, have you seen all these videos of like the statues coming down and the, the mm. um, a lot of those are in my hometown. Um, a good number of those have been removed. And, you know, I, I used to drive past them and walk past them all the time. And I didn't really. Yeah. So that was the environment I was raised in. And it's the same kind of thing of just all this denial of history. And we're confronting that now. And it is interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it kind of it's not the same, but um, Madrid is kind of like that yeah, for Spain. Mm-hmm. Like we are the capital mm-hmm. and a lot of money moves here and mm-hmm. like the most posh people around the country are usually here in in madrid or in the north so so, and i've had like i i know have a lot of friends from outside madrid my boyfriend Mm -hmm. for starters um Mm -hmm. and you realize like i realize how much of a capital city boy i was like when dex says <laughs> all capital smells the same i mean that, that is one because of my I'm... favorite i love that part i it made me giggle <laughs> i i mean i i i've lived in madrid and in amsterdam mm-hmm. like i've never lived outside of capital city um oh, and interesting. i i do love them i do love them a lot but mm-hmm. i also know it I'm comes with certain cockiness there's actually yeah. a, a thing here in Spain, like in Spain, uh, people from Madrid, we are called chulos, which is like cocky, for example. Oh, I think nice. it would be like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like we are the the, uh, the pedantic and post. Like snobs. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, th- I think That's maybe the funny. equivalent would be New Yorkers. 
I think. Oh, I yeah. don't know. You know what? Probably. You know, like, to a degree, like, New York is Los Angeles. Of the, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, Los Angeles probably too. Yeah. That that kind of vibe, that's my dream. See, that's really interesting. <laughs> I've only ever lived, um, I've only ever lived where I live now. Um, right now, I live about 30 minutes to the south of where I was born and raised. So I've never really lived anywhere else. Um, mm. And I've never lived in a big city. Richmond is a fairly small city, pretty vibrant, but it's pretty small. It's not, it's not like a, it's not anything like New York. I go to New York and I'm like, ah, um, it's so big, but I love it. I love cities. Um, so it, it, I, I did laugh really, really hard at that line about capitals though. (laughs) And every time like deck is like, fuck capitalism. I'm like, yeah, um, (laughs) eat the rich, get them. Like, Go for it. <laughs> Pass the salt. We have we have one. I think by the time I say this, it will probably be in tweet. But one of the first incorrect <laughs> quotes that I ever wrote about the Countess is <laughs> Deck just complaining about capitalist capitalism and then just saying, You cannot pull that speech anytime you lose at Monopoly. <laughs> <laughs> that is he would though. Hundred percent, he would. He would, oh and he's God. a kind. He's a kind of person <laughs> that if you, if you, okay. So here's the thing. I think I remember correctly. He doesn't drink white wine. He doesn't drink white wine because if he <laughs> yeah. drinks white wine, he'll become one of those political drunks that just keep <laughs> talking about capitalism and politics <laughs> and. <laughs> communism and just like and it's like a step <laughs> I like a step of difference from just buying a guillotine on the internet like that's the kind of white <laughs> do you want to know something funny yeah i am a white wine drinker almost exclusively <laughs> no, same. I, I ha- no no i hate red wine like i i my parents that's are so funny. red I wine lovers and here in spain and i i, I only drink white anymore I drank white wine. I started on red wine. I drank red wine my whole life. And well, I say my whole life, you know, from like high school on. Um, I always drank red wine. And then I hit 30 and all of a sudden it was like, nah, I can't do it. I can have like a tiny little bit. And then it's just, I want the white wine. I don't know. It's colder. It's easier to drink. Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> I only, I only drink red because it mixes with sangria and tinto. And I love mm. those two. Like, that's the only reason. I do love, like, really good sangria is just... Mm. Like, the yeah. actual good stuff. Not the, like, crap that comes in the bottle pre-mixed. That's just sugar water. It's bad. Um, like, but, <laughs> ugh. that one, like, that one in the plastic bottle is even good here. <laughs> so, anytime you come, yeah. <laughs> we go to the supermarket. Oh, <laughs> yes. Please, get me out of here. Take me to Spain. I'm so down. <laughs> That's the, it is really funny. I, you know what? That actually is a good segue into one of the first um, kind of fun questions we had, if we want to go there, which was the question about like character favorite things like food or places or drinks. Okay. I have a few things. I have food written down because I had to think about it. Um, This is one of my favorite things to think about is what people's favorite food are. (laughs) I have food for deck, seal, and Tess. Okay. So that's, we, we can get to know a little bit more uh, about Seal before Yay, meeting him. Our so, you know, um, <laughs> Deck, um, Deck, as a mess he is, he has always worked going from one side to another, like one place to another. So he's really into street food and things mm. that are easy to eat and 
that's why the fries and things like that. Fries with curry ketchup, baby. I love them. It's so yes, good. Yes. But actually, if you if you get the fries out of the equation, because we know that he's really <laughs> into kebabs and mm. gyros. Oh gyros? yeah, gyros? I don't. Yes, we say. I think it, I think we say gyros, but it could. Gyros. I've, I've yeah. heard people say so, it with the G, but gyros is the Greek one. He yeah. really likes feta cheese and things like that, but he also loves kebabs. Mm, um, so like two, so hungry. <laughs> not the same thing, but kind, but similar stuff. Greek yeah. and Turkish people will kick me now, but you know, like <laughs> but he loves sim- similar kind of uh, feeling with those food, kind of related. When it comes to desserts, uh, his mm-hmm. favorite is red bean taifuku. Oh. Uh, just like red bean mochis. Yeah. Um, mm. Tess and him, like Tess and Dick, were a little bit of wee boss when they were young, as much as they could. So he really likes <laughs> Japanese food too. Yes. Yes. Like, nice. like Dick, Dick was a Nemo <laughs> and a weeaboo. He's like the worst. And I love him. So yeah. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and, and when it comes to fruit, uh, he mostly just eats red apples. Like he's not good with mm. fruit. He 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 doesn't eat healthily. Ugh, I think vegetables you know. Boy. No vegetables. Vegetables, <laughs> vegetables. yes, but fruit oh, okay. is like super difficult for him. It's just like no. Yeah, that's fair. Like I will grab an apple because that's easy, and I will mm-hmm. bite into it. But like anything else, he, he doesn't. Okay, so this is funny. <laughs> He doesn't like to get all messy while eating, which is kind of fun when you consider what he does. Consider he's a murderer. Exactly. Yeah. It's just like if get he has his plates. Blood. <laughs> yes. Yes. Blood. Yes. Fruit. No. Blood is fine. <laughs> like, Blood's fine. fine. Heaven forbid a pineapple gets a little juicy on it. <laughs> yes. 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 Like, but you know like, what? He- Fair enough. Pineapples are very sticky. Delicious. Very sticky. Yes. Yes. I, I mean, it makes sense if you think that he <laughs> is traveling all the time and he, if he gets food stains, he'll get like super nervous. Like, yeah, when I'm going to do the laundry. So it makes sense. But it's still fun. <laughs> and for Seal, um, his favorite is a Spanish tortilla. I have never <laughs> had one. I have never had one. I've had a recipe for one just sitting in I my had, book forever. I saw you tweeting about one and I was like, I need I to I had it yesterday. It. Ah, I had it yesterday because yesterday it. my brother was home. And so I look at my mom like, will you do it today? <laughs> and she was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> they sound, it sounds amazing. Like I've always wanted to try it. I think I saw Anthony Bourdain eat one once and I was like, ooh. Um, so I, it I is difficult that. to make. Yeah, it is a little bit difficult to make. <laughs> I'm a good yes. cook. Like I cook all the time, but that, that is a little, it's a little daunting because the flipping and the, I don't know. <laughs> if you, like, I, I can tell you how my mom and my mother-in-law and Luke does it because I've seen it works. Mm-hmm. But I've done it, like, maybe four times only for friends in the Netherlands and it was awful. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. I make makluba, <laughs> I make makluba sometimes and the it's the flipping, it's terrifying. When you do, it's like. Please work. If this falls apart, it's just gonna be sad. Because <laughs> with makluba, it's an entire pot, and it's so awkward. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I always have to get help to do it. I'm like, I'll hold the plate. You flip the thing. It's so hard. 
<laughs> That's funny. You can come, you can cook with someone. Perfect. Um, <laughs> then for dessert, um, Seal will eat Greek yogurt with anything. And you can mm. throw anything at Greek yogurt, he will eat it. And for like, well, it, it had to be, it had to be a fruit. But I went full like, what else would he like? And Seal is a big, 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 big chocolate fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that sweet tooth sense. for that. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. <laughs> like, I, I can't imagine him just like nibbling down big bar of chocolate, like, you know, like all on his own. Like, you me both, like, Seal. <laughs> like, his siblings, his siblings killing each other. The mother's just like, and he's just like there in a corner eating his just chocolate. Like like, I hate this fucking family. Yes, yes. That... The image of him just sitting there like gnawing down a candy bar, just like whatever, you know. Yes, yes. He just he's be got, like, like what you like bar all over him. That's another family dinner, though. <laughs> that's almost too. I need art of that. I just that's what I need. I need art. of <laughs> I need a drawing of that. I hate this fucking family. Like I'm, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just. When, there's one of the goddess that doesn't have a voice yet, but once mm. I have her, I, I'm sure I just want to make so many fun things with uh, the whole pantheon because they're a mess. Um, they're meant to be oh, a yeah. mess, but I, oh my god, <laughs> such a mess. So yeah, and then about. Yeah, about Tess, mm-hmm. uh, her favorite food is bibimbap. It's oh, yes. So, so good. It's so it good. Really good. She, she has <gasps> great taste. Yeah. She's a great person. She has great taste That's uh, for most things. Um, <laughs> then for dessert, she loves brownies and happy mm-hmm. brownies more. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you can oh. you can totally picture you can totally picture Dick and Tess <laughs> being sixteen doing that. Totally. I have a, like, I have one leave- uh, happy brownie story, mm. <laughs> and it was just my roommates made them and did not label them, and I ate one not knowing. Oh my! It was not a fun evening. I had so much to do that did not get done. <laughs> I laid on the couch under six blankets watching Moulin Rouge, just confused. Um. <laughs> I I had them once, but I fell into a touristic uh, trap in Amsterdam, and they did not kick. I'm still angry at that. But um, so I've I've never tried many things because I was in a yeah. Catholic school, and the nuns did mm-hmm. a really well good job scaring me of drugs. Like I didn't even oh, yeah. drink until I was 19. Like that kind of thing. <laughs> That's funny. So, the drinking age here is twenty one anyway. But but I have, yeah. <laughs> but well, here is eighteen. So yeah, I was yeah. Late. <laughs> yeah, because like it's twenty one here. So when people drink at nineteen, it's like yeah, of course they did. <laughs> yes, of course they do. Uh, but I remember like one of the one one of my friends used to used to smoke uh, now and then, and sometimes we watch Hannibal while doing that. It was so oh, much God. fun. It was so much fun. But I remember that like one of those what no, one of, one of those evenings like someone asked for the Wi-Fi password and I answered mm-hmm. and I kept saying the name of the Wi-Fi <laughs> instead of the password and people kept laughing and I didn't know what I was doing wrong. 
<laughs> and that went on for like 20 minutes because everyone was just like, so, well, you know, and it was like, but I'm telling you the password. And everyone was like, yeah, yeah like, so what? That- what do I do? <laughs> so now I'm picturing them doing this, which is very funny. <laughs> yes. Yes, there will be. And then she loves, she loves brownies and ice cream. She's the mm-hmm. kind of person who will have cream with strawberries instead of strawberries. Yes, that's the correct way to do it. <laughs> exactly. It's so good. Oh, my God. Pass is smart. Those are good ones. Now I'm hungry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Ooh, well, this is one because I know you do a lot of music with your characters. So if you could define each of them with two musicians. So, Deck is basically my chemical romance and followed boy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, it's three sweets for three cheers for sweet revenge and mania. Yeah. That's that's Deck. That's Deck. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, I, I keep thinking about that song in mania, which is, I think, church. Like, there's a line like, I'll get on my knees. And it's just like, yeah, that's yeah, a vibe. Yeah, that checks that's out. That's a vibe. <laughs> so yeah then seal is sufjan stevens and mitski oh yeah oh yeah for sh- yeah yes <laughs> oh like obviously, both of whom I, I was listening to at work today <laughs> it's just like two kinds of gays the emos and the sad ones that's that's them oh, yeah. yeah that's them oh for sure <laughs> <laughs> then tess is evanescence and against me oh okay it's a little bit more punk yeah Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I actually thought about Fe and Natura because mm. mm. I have kind of songs for them. Well, Fe is easy. Fe will be Hosier. Oh, yeah. Hosier. All the yeah. way. It's that kind of vibe. Uh, yeah. And then Natura uh, would be Regina Spector and Flores and the Machine. I love Regina Spector so much. <laughs> and actually, big, big inspiration. Uh, for Natura was Seller of Flowers by Regina Spector. Like, I, I, oh, I've yeah. been listening to Regina to a, for a long time, but I hadn't mm-hmm. listened to that one. And I listened yeah. to it when I was writing Natura and I was like, this is yeah. a vibe. Oh, yeah. This is the vibe. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, I love Regina Spector. I'm going to have to listen to that now. Um, okay, so which well, of the I characters... Can... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was, I was going to say a little bit of a spoiler because oh. I want to. Mm-hmm. Um, I can say that Bre is basically, if I remember correctly, AMX and Misio. Oh. I don't know if you know them. I think I do. Yeah. If I'm thinking of the right ones, then like, ooh, I'm curious yeah. now. Okay. I, I love them hmm. so much. <laughs> Not yeah. much. <laughs> I love them. Well, so which which character is hardest to write and which one is the easiest to write? I mean, probably the, easiest, the one who has not showed up yet is the easiest. <laughs> the easiest is Bre. Like, yeah. For real, like any kind of episode they are in, mm-hmm. it's just bloop. Like I write it at once. It's just like, yeah, this mm-hmm. is how it goes. Interesting. That's how we see he is to, uh, they are to me. Um, and then the hardest one. I think it'd be one of the goddess. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think it would be one of them, or it would be probably Fe. 
Yeah, face mm-hmm. hard. Face a little mm-hmm. bit hard. You okay. know, like also they embody all religions, so they are yeah. a mouthful all the yeah, time. I was to say that's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that's like a that's lot, a lot to, have yeah. to think about. It was you, it was an interesting character because I think not many people when they are designing gods or thinking about gods, mm-hmm. they think about religion itself. But for me, it was like, <laughs> I need someone to explain. Like, I yeah. need some kind of character to explain this. Like, in this yeah, universe, all religion, uh, all religion is actually canon, so to speak, <laughs> because it all comes from faith. So it doesn't really mm-hmm. matter what you believe in. It is true because it all comes from the same source. See, I love that. I love that a lot. <laughs> um. Like I'm, I'm, I'm Jewish, and I, I. So one thing is like that we are very, very into is just there's a there's a saying called uh, that goes two Jews, three opinions, which means that we just we will debate every tiny little aspect of our religion to within an inch of its life, and you will never find two, uh, two Jews who are exactly the same in their thought process, but we're doing the same thing. So I think that's really interesting that you're like, yeah, it doesn't matter what you're believing in or what your path is. It's all going to the same place. It's coming from the same place. That's really cool. I like that. I just I just have this idea, this sense that maybe our generation has lot, lost a lot of spirituality mm-hmm. and that can explain a lot of things that are happening or a lot of things that we look for spirituality or mm-hmm. religious relief because we don't believe in the old religions and mm-hmm. stuff and i think we just have to mold religion into what we want it to be and yeah and i also believe it's really hard like i was raised catholic mm-hmm. in a catholic school for 15 years Ooh. i i was <laughs> that kind of of atheist that just felt better than the rest because he didn't believe and mm-hmm. i hate that so much i hate there are it a lot, lot of people like that yeah it's interesting and 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 you know like i know so many jewish atheists uh but who are probably more observant jews than like i am <laughs> um but they don't believe in god but they're still jewish and they're still very uh observant and it's just it's you know it's one of the i mean <laughs> it's really interesting. for me to have to have faith is something I really admire of people who have mm-hmm. it. Because for me, it's difficult. Yeah. So I I admire it a lot. And I think that's why faith was there in the, in, in the first like moment. Because I needed a character like that. Yeah, I really like that. Like someone who's kind of validating whatever it is that you do believe or don't believe. Like, it's okay. It's personal. It's yours. Whatever that is. So I like that. Ooh, yes. that's really cool. Um. I guess that gets us into, would you want to hang out with your own characters? Like, would you want to actually either hang out with them or be friends with them? Like, would you like them in real life? <laughs> okay. I think I, I would like to be Seal's friend. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be Dex's friend. <laughs> I would probably be one of his one night stands. It could be fun. Yes, it could be fun. Uh... It He's would steal be steal a magnet on his uh, way out. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> You'll be missing a magnet. Yes. Um, <laughs> I think I think 
Tess wouldn't like me. Mm-hmm. Like, I honestly believe Tess mm. wouldn't like me. I don't know why. Huh. I think she'd so. show me coming <laughs> or so far, from far. And she'll be like, no, I don't need this anymore. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> so if I, if I had to hang out with somebody, I think it would be Seal. Mm-hmm. That would be, he's chill. He's nice. Yeah. I will buy him some chocolate ice cream. That'd be cool. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Yes. What show would you most want to do a crossover with and why? This is an I I'm so curious about your answer to this one. This was so difficult. <laughs> um, I have like five shows written down. Ooh. That's the level. <laughs> That's okay. No, I can't I totally want to like, know. Okay. Like on a manageable crossover, mm-hmm. like something that I can see. There there are like they could be a scene and not heard crossover. It could be done because it could be done. take moves everywhere, for yeah. example. I think one that one that will be incredibly fun that I would love to do is with the Mistress Files. Ooh, because okay. um, the villains, they also have the Force Horsemen. I yeah. may or may have not talked a lot with Katie about, about Deck flirting with war because that would be a thing that would happen. Oh, totally. Yeah. And oh, I want to see that. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> I love like, that. Like, just mixing them together. Like, if War knew, like, Deck just says he's half Spanish and War will have conversation and they will flirt, like, oh so my hard. God. Like, I can feel it. I can control. feel it. Yes, <laughs> yes two, two cowardly bisexuals oh. together. Not just a good mix. But it would be fun. <laughs> I thought of, um, of Desperado. I was thinking of Desperado as a crossover. Have you listened to Desperado? No, I haven't, but you I will. should. Oh, listen to it, because I immediately was like, oh, that I'm would good. just throw Deck into that world. Holy moly. <laughs> yeah, I think you would like that okay, one. Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, dream ones, mm-hmm. like, dream number one, that it's not possible because I cannot think of a, a like, possible way <laughs> from which those universe would be Juno Steel because oh, I'm yeah. incredibly in love with like okay. I haven't said today that I love Peter Nureyev so hi I love Peter Nureyev call me I'm free <laughs> so yeah well, I'm not free but my boyfriend doesn't mind I've talked about this with he'll him. understand so yeah <laughs> he'll understand um <laughs> and actually Juno Steel like the Penumbra pod and Juno Steel in particular um they because I listened to Juno Steel while I was still writing those after you, I think the hope that so gives me changed a lot mm-hmm. how the first season ends, actually, mm-hmm. and how the second Ooh, season okay. goes. Ooh, so, so yeah, I would love a kind of a mixer. I think, I think the Pantheon will make it work. They can know, but Seal could see be that. there somehow. Yes. I feel like and when then, you have like well, gods and stuff, you can I have everything. other two that will be fun. Uh, caravan. Yeah. Yes, I thought a caravan too. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, you can do that. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go to Mars. Too. Yeah, why not? Yeah, I would yeah. love to do a caravan one too yes. because I love caravans so much, oh and it would be God, pretty fun so to see good. Deck. Like just drop Deck there. <laughs> deck. Would be dangerous like, among all those flirty, horny folks. Deck would be in heaven. <laughs> He'd be so happy. 
He would yes. do very well for himself there. Yes, yes. He'll be like, check, like in check, no check. time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure like in no time he will fuck the entire hell, like everyone. Oh, yeah. And then just oh, yeah. crown himself king of, king of hell. Like, yeah. that'd be a oh, thing. Yeah. I can just see go him down the list. <laughs> so just love that. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah, I can definitely see Caravan. And and also I think one that is kind of plausible is Archive 81. Because of the way hmm. that is written Archive 81, I think it could be fit with oh, yeah. some of the stuff that is about to come. Uh, not yet. It doesn't make sense yet, but it will make sense. Uh, oh, I think okay. It's quite possible to, to do something with Archive. So, oh, if any of these shows are listening at me, fanboying, <laughs> I'm an email away. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just go on Twitter and just be like, hey, <laughs> anybody interested? Okay, so this last question. While yeah. you, I have a theory, I could be wrong, but I want to see if I'm right. Because the question was, Okay. Is deck is deck short for anything? Why do you name him deck? Is it because of the tarot deck? Is it because of the tarot cards? Because that's it. my yes. I'm so proud of myself. Okay. As soon as he started talking about it, I was like, oh, "Wait a minute!" <laughs> yeah. No. Yes. When I when I said it, the tarot deck, I was like, "Shit!" I <laughs> <laughs> like, damn it! But now, it, t- it still be- took me a minute. <laughs> it's going to be painfully obvious. No, okay. So the fun thing is that um, when, when people say deck is short for anything, I just instantly think of the Green Horizon <laughs> where they ask Gino, like, is it short for anything? And Gino, like, yeah, Gino for I'm just like, Gino for Oh, to pull something like that. But no. Um, <laughs> deck, <laughs> deck was first. Um, so Deck was first a uh, character from other thing that I was writing that kind of inspired also the short story with Deck and Seal, Rooftop Boy, mm-hmm. uh, which is based in an actual house that I lived in in, in Amsterdam. <laughs> just, I, I spent so much time on that rooftop that I just started <laughs> writing about it. Um, yeah. So this character was actually called Declan, but everyone oh, okay. called him Deck. Ah, and then okay. somehow the character is kind of is, is way different because I didn't uh, develop them or anything. But mm-hmm. that name somehow stick. It's just like the roof and the house is decks somehow. Yeah. And then I started writing and kept doing things. And I wanted a name for this interest of seal and just went, okay, deck. And I completely forgot <laughs> where deck has come from. <laughs> and and then I put the, the podcast on, like, uh, everyone listen, and people are just like, why Dick? And I had to come <laughs> up with something, because I was like, I don't know. Like, it's one of these names that I That's actually, like, I, I, I know now because I went back in my notes, and I was like, oh, this yeah. is what it is. But I didn't know. So I was like, okay. Cause, yeah. Because, like, in English, you know, a deck is like a patio or a balcony. Um. And it can also mean if I say I decked someone, means I punched them. So <laughs> I was like, it's not likely that that's where I got it from. But <laughs> yeah, but was I was thinking like, for a while. <laughs> it's like I want you to imagine fifteen-year-old deck, fourteen-year-old Tess, 
both of them living in this commune in mm-hmm. Amsterdam. Just mm-hmm. like they realize they are trans, they kind of transition mm-hmm. together, which is super cute. I love them so much. And Tess, Tess knew, knew her name, and Tess is quite a cool name. Um, mm-hmm. But Deg was like, okay, I need a name. And this is what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, Tess got a tattooed deck and just went like, well, let's check some cards and maybe you get an idea from the cards. And Deck, who's 15, <laughs> who's emo and an asshole already, just goes <laughs> and says, I don't want to be one card. I want to be the whole deck. And it was like, yeah, that's how it happened. That's totally how it happened. That checks so that's out. <laughs> I can completely see that too. Like that, yeah. That it was a really cute. bad fifteen-year-old decision, <laughs> and I think it fits a lot how many trans oh men and transmasculine people choose their names. Like I, I, I yeah. actually did that at some level. Like oh, Orion, yeah. I I was named first Orion than, mm-hmm. than David, but my mom my mom said that's the name of someone who just reads the card at 2 a.m. on TV and it's like, yeah, well, that's that's a plausible future. That will be but cool, I like mom. It. <laughs> yeah, but my, my brother is called Miguel and things like mm-hmm. that. I mean, you know, like, common name. So my mom was like, can you get another name? It's more, I don't know, normal. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, please compromise. And I was, kind, <laughs> I was kind of sad because I chose Orion not only because it went good with my surname, but because mm-hmm. it was Greek. And my dead name was Greek, and I wanted to keep oh, it that way. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, so we were wondering, like, we were thinking about some names. I wanted two names, like, since forever, so that, yeah. that was a cool thing. Um, My father is called Miguel Angel. Okay. Like, Michael Angel? Yes. Oh, my brother yeah, yeah. is called, yeah, my, my brother is called Miguel. Mm-hmm. So I went like, maybe I can be called Angel. And my dad was like, eh. and there, I knew uh, I knew already a few Angels that were trans. Mm-hmm. So I was like, no, no. And then Luke, my boyfriend, goes, you know, you could be the David to Miguel Angel, like the David of Michelangelo. And I, I went, love that. Yes. <gasps> That's so cool. So, oh my god! So, like when I, when I say <laughs> when I say some people like some trans people get names because of stupid things, I'm the first one. <laughs> you know, like, yes, I was like, I, I want to make that joke. Yeah, well, we were talking <laughs> like we were you and I were just it. saying the other day like that the method the like the non-binary method is just any if it's three or four letters and preferably a noun. Um. <laughs> yes. It's like, yeah, that checks out. Or like a tree. Some kind of tree. Very often. I'm the weird one where I'm not doing that. I'm just shortening my own name. <laughs> but I'm still using my full name. But but Karu, Karu is quite good. I actually have a friend whose name is Karu. Like with oh. Anu. So, Ooh. yeah. Oh, that's cool. I've never heard that. I learned <laughs> not that long ago because I always went by my full name. I had never had a nickname in my life. I'd always just been full Caroline. And then when I was like 27 or 28, all of a sudden, everyone started calling me Caro. Like, everyone started shortening it. Like, and friends who weren't even in the same, like, who didn't even know each other, weren't even in the same friend group, were calling me Caro out of nowhere. And then it just sort of stuck. And now I really like it. So that worked out really well. That made that really easy. <laughs> 
So yeah. Oh my god. Ah, so we're done. Oh my god. We've been talking for almost two almost. hours. <laughs> we should probably wrap it up. <laughs> yes, yes. Like if I if I thought if I thought editing episode fourteen was awful, this is going to be so much fun. Oh <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> no, but- <laughs> Well, thankfully, you can just kind of, like, copy and paste. It'll be fine. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I don't know. It's going to be fun. <laughs> so, thank you so much <laughs> for you. doing this. this I had fun. so much fun. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yay. I'm going to, I'm going to, I don't, I don't think I told you this, but I started writing something for you. For you to act in. Yeah. So I'm oh gonna, that's what I'm going to be working oh. on tonight after this. I'm very excited. Oh, my. Oh my. <laughs> yeah. So like, I, I, was, I was already on Chain of Being with Kay. And <laughs> that, was, that was pretty fun. And there might be another thing that I'm doing that I'm still Ooh. like, wow, really? Yeah. So I'm also really excited. I don't know. Like, you people are going, like, you have a great voice. And they're like, well, if you say so, okay, yeah, I'll do things. <laughs> yeah. When people it's tell funny, me that, I'm it. like. Who are you listening to? But <laughs> no, I love your voice so much. Oh, thank like, you. And I still have to, like, because I know once I start listening, I will listen to it all, like, as far as you got. I still have to listen to Light Hearts, but I know it's going to be my thing. And I love uh, seeing and Not Heard so much. And Sift is so interesting. Just go listen to the things Carol does, because they're amazing. So. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm like really red now. <laughs> so thank you so much for everyone who has sticked with us until this point. God bless if you like, made it this far. <laughs> this is going to be longer than season one, which I'm amused. <laughs> it is. Kind of. I think it's going to be kind of, yes. So, so thank you so much. Keep listening, keep sharing, and go check Carol stuff. I will have links and we will have some promos. It's going to be fun. And also check all the shows that we've mentioned because if we mention them, that means they are incredibly good. That's true. <laughs> that is our endorsement. Exactly. <laughs> That's it. Thank you so much. And remember, thank you for listening and record yourselves. Seal might be listening. Got ghosts? Have a haunting? Seeing spirits? Hughes and Mink's ghost detectives are here to help. There's no investigation too tough for this cracking crew. No specter too silly, no ghoul too ghastly. Minx, no. Hello, Hughes and Minx ghost detectives, Hughes speaking. How can I help you today? Listen to Hughes and Minx Ghost Detectives wherever you find your podcasts. And give us a shout if you've got any haunting happenings going on.